Hey everyone, and welcome back to another hard-fought edition of the weekly catch-up podcast. I've been waiting to do episode 60 for a hot minute, so I'm glad that my good friend B-Rad could be here and stop by. Um, if you don't know me by now, my name is Carson Gibbons, and I'm always joined by my good friend and uh, attempted murderer, Mr. B-Rad Colvin. That'd be me. How you been? Oh, I'm swell. Well, it's episode 60. Congrats, buddy. Yeah, congrats. Uh, it's, we're doing this on Monday, December 14th, 2020. All comments will not be held by either party involved by tomorrow. So <laughs> as long as we get that timestamp out there. Welcome back, folks. We uh, have been on a little bit of a hiatus, B-Rad. Yeah, yeah. You got any idea why? <laughs> I got a few. <laughs> okay. A few favors. Um, yeah. You ready to get into it? Yeah, ready man. Ready to your licking? Let's get it! It's the weekly catch up with Carson and Brad. Here to talk about the week we done had. It could be sports, religion, politics. We keeping the tabs. You would think they work for Gucci, how they deep in their bag. Get your facts up. On Wednesday, we'll be counting the stats up. So turn the volume up till it's maxed up. You know the drill. So tell a friend to tell a friend to relax up and chill. We back up. This is the weekly catch up. Why has it been so long, Mr. B-Rad? I got the COVID-19, man. Oh, you did not. Yeah, who would have thought? You certainly didn't on the last <laughs> no, episode. Man. You... <laughs> I, I was just like, you know, I hit like second puberty and Bro. I, I just thought, you know, my voice dropped a little further and um, no, man. You know, at what point I realized I had COVID? directly after the podcast directly after the podcast so you're just gonna fess up to all of it huh <laughs> yeah i mean sure. i have yeah let me uh, let me let me let the tots know um so we're, if you were sitting in my shoes which i feel like the majority of y'all were because <laughs> brad's a uh, medical history is just unraveling in the first 10 minutes of the I episode didn't even, i didn't even tell you all of it bro like you told me enough you were like i got i got tested for sleep apnea and that's why i thought i was having like I have it really bad. I ended up taking a device home and it like measured my sleeping habits and I had 30 disturbances in a night. And my oxygen, like my breathing levels go down to like 80%. Bro, no one feels bad for you. You almost killed an entire <laughs> show <laughs> with the COVID. Nah. So if you're listening to last, last week's, last time's episode, episode number 59, uh, you'll just hear... Brad, you were so avant-garde. You were just like, yeah, I got yeah, I got tested for it. What about yeah. it? He's like, even if it were to come back positive, which I haven't received the results yet, they say I'd likely be asymptomatic. And I'm like, that doesn't do anything for me and the registered nurse sitting in the room next to us. Sure. What was up with that, by the way? Uh, she's gotten tested twice. Both have come back negative. She's chill. How's she going to co-sign your arrogant behavior? <laughs> Love. So, anyway, I don't really... I mean, B-Rad and I are both old cusses about this kind of thing, so I'm I'm sure that I would have exposed him, but he certainly exposed <laughs> me. We sat in this room for two hours, and then we went to dinner and exposed all of them. Man, when we stepped out into the cold, that just, like, ruined me. Well, you didn't even I could eat. not breathe, yeah. Yeah, that... Boy, you and disappeared. I'll get into some of the symptoms here in a bit. Like, you, like let me have it. Um, no, I, I don't... 
I don't really want to let you have it because honestly, in some ways, it's a good thing that we've had to wait so long to do this episode because there were moments last week even where I was texting you and I'm like, bro, we got to be careful about how we handle this because when people listen to that episode when it was, you know, uploaded to the cloud same night, I got text messages the next day like, uh, my my mom was like, honey, we were going to come see your place, but we can't now. And yeah. you need to quarantine. You need to go to the doctor. You need to get tested. And I was like, dang it, B-Rad. Like, I didn't do anything. I don't need to go see anybody. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to say on air that I apologize for even putting you in that situation. Um, I fully deserve any heat coming my way. And to the listener, um, I'm sorry that I was negligent. <laughs> but like how many times have we gotten on here and been like yeah we've probably already gotten it you know well like, clearly i have because <laughs> you could have killed a small village of elephants with the amount brad coughed at dinner oh after the podcast like he didn't even eat because his airwaves were closing in on him and he was done yeah i went to the bathroom and i thought i was gonna pass out yeah you like came back to the table and it was so weird because we kept making eye contact and you were like mad at us for because we were roasting him full. We're like, we all have COVID. Like, well, you have yeah, COVID. I felt so badly about it. Um, but then I get the text the next day, like, so your man has the COVID-19. <laughs> and I was I was just like, I was stunned because <laughs> I hadn't had such a direct exposure one-on-one event. Mm-hmm. And it really makes me think that I have antibodies because I got temperature checked every single day. I was... You know, I run ice cold. Yeah, I was like bro. 95 degrees, baby. You're built different. It's just ice cold in the sunshine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I just can't believe that. I, I I couldn't believe the whole thing. And then I kind of didn't, we didn't talk for a couple of days. And then I texted you just like checking in like, ah, he's probably feeling a little sheepish. <laughs> and I was thinking about blowing you up on social media, but then I didn't want to self-incriminate. <laughs> and, you know, well, I don't want to get all into it, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to quarantine for 14 days just because of potential exposure. But then the next day when you texted me, it was like, this is where the weird moral impact comes in. And like certain demographics out there, certain people like the whole thing that I projected where neighbors turn against neighbors over COVID and the election and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing it happen. Not not around me, but like up in the burbs, Mm -hmm. there are people divided over your reaction to COVID and like how you're handling social distancing and yeah, all of that. Yep. It's really kind of the uh, practical application, like uh, veil of our time or like test of our time where your reaction to said global pandemic determines so many different things that people infer about you. Right. I don't even know where I'm going with that. Main point is that I didn't want to blow you up on social media because all of a sudden I was like, oh, this is like ramifications. Like people, I don't know what people could think about certain aspects of it um, or my reactions to it, but I'm glad that we ended up having to wait 12 or 13 days to to put together episode 60. And I'm glad that you're on the men because going back to what I was saying about checking in on you a couple days in, dude, you were laid out. Yeah, man. Like you ate your words like Oh, certainly. And yeah, I'll say for the past two weeks, I've been quarantined up. I didn't see anybody. Uh, it it was um, it was rough. Uh, I'll tell you, man, the shortness of breath is no joke. Um, I'd be laying in bed and I would literally turn from my left side to my right side. And I felt like I ran a marathon like I was I just could not breathe. Um, That's pretty scary. Yeah. 
And so did it feel like you were drowning or what was happening? No, it felt like, like I just could not get, I mean, I guess in the sense that I felt like I could never get enough air, like it wasn't even possible for me to take a deep breath. Um, so, you know, just think like you just ran a sprint and you're huffing and puffing. It's like, I had to do that for days. No air, no air, <laughs> no air. Yeah. Jordan air. Sparks. Um, and who else? Was that uh, Trey Songs? No, not Trey Songs for sure. <laughs> maybe, maybe Neo. Yeah. Whatever happened to Neo? I don't know, man. Okay. Um, well, that, yeah, I just thought that was so funny that after just how adamant that you were that you'd be asymptomatic. Yo, and I was, then you were like, I mean, you sound I'm, like you took it harder than a lot of the people that I've known that have gotten COVID recently. Yeah. Um, I, I will say once I started taking my meds and everything, it, it started getting better immediately. What kind of meds are they putting you on? Oh, they injected me with bleach. And <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I did take that hydroxychloroquine. Um, oh. Yeah. And then I our fearless leader recommended that. <laughs> yeah. And then some like Ben, some, I don't know, Benzonate, Ben, uh, ben some, Gay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Some Icy Hot. <laughs> some Vicks Vapor yeah, Rub. I, I put it on my heels. And, and <laughs> that was that. Um, yeah. And then some like cough suppressants. Um, but I was, I was probably down bad for like three days. Yeah. Um, and then started feeling better. Um, so I, I'm very blessed. Uh, I, I would say, you know, don't take COVID lightly. Oh my uh, gosh. <laughs> um, don't, don't do what I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I do feel bad for coming over here and um, exposing you. Like, I, I want to be able to laugh about, like, I need you to know in my, oh, in my heart of hearts that, that I do feel badly about it. Um, Bro, I'm still hoping that I have it and that I die. And <laughs> that, you know, because that would be... Yeah, the most be... carry through to completion joke <laughs> of all time that I've played yeah, on you. Right. Plus, you'd feel so bad. I would. That would be. episode something. Going out after episode 60, it'd be like 60 Yo. golden episodes leading up to his on-air murder. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, and we covered the pandemic from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like we... full circle. <laughs> Yo, my eulogy would be astounding. You'd be like, as the man responsible for both killing and eulogizing today's uh, subject, <laughs> Mr. Carson Gibbons. Yeah, yeah, you uh, you would put together a good eulogy. Yeah, I guess I'm assuming if you die young, I'm doing it. You know. Yeah, you'd have to. I don't be like, and for the first time, uh, my good friend Mr. B. Rad Colvin could not be here because he's dead. <laughs> but Dean's here with a your mama joke. <laughs> oh, perfect. How's Daddy Dean? Um, yeah. We're you got him where i don't know if i didn't see him for two weeks okay? oh so you know he he had been working i i don't know but um prayers up for him he's he, gonna, he he's, picked it up somewhere yeah he'll be all right oh yeah i was waiting to get an update we uh when we say hard fought episode number 60 we're serious like you you came here yesterday mm -hmm. to try to put together a weekend show we're both pretty hyped about and um you know due to complications with travel and family and different things you basically showed up and then turned right back around up. and left yeah yeah so so um, you've worked like triple hard to make this episode happen and i appreciate that uh, been raring to get this out of our systems because we maybe have one or two more of these this year yeah when you think about it definitely um i'll be gone and i think 
two weeks for my uh i don't think i announced it on here but my brother's getting married oh wow yeah and so uh congratulations to steven and um well i'll be up in arkansas in about two weeks so um you know with the holidays and everything but i I think we can i think we can squeeze one or two more if we if we work around and um maybe record on some other days besides a wednesday yeah buddy we're gonna need to look into doing that regardless just because the weeks have gotten so so crazy yeah work uh they're working you hard huh yeah work still kicking my rear end uh and rightfully so but got a lot of uh inbound leads and um you know with covid getting extended and and further uh heightened in certain markets you know we're seeing like and it's going to be a cold dark winter like new york city legit barred indoor dining starting the day yeah like my my um my new sales team member uh is in california in pst to service that time zone and that you know geo and she got like a literally like a push alert on her phone mm-hmm. saying like don't leave the house like you know california is back on some element of a lockdown and basically every major city that's not like Dallas or yeah. something is like kind of regressing well, and and that's that's what's crazy to me because you know i have teacher friends in different states and everything and they've they haven't even gone back to the classroom this school year and you know we we were back in the classroom and you know every week it's like a different student would have it or a different coworker and then you know it finally got to me and i'm just like okay so we definitely have a different approach of how we handle it here uh, in the DFW compared to at least other schools um, out of state. Yeah, just other uh, state governments. And it's all contingent on your population and how many city centers you have and different things like that. But um, yeah, I, I don't know what to anticipate other than, you know, it's an all time high for infections and um, hospitalizations and deaths and uh, with you know, seeing indoor dining and a lot of these staples of, you know, the small business and man, just how many people are employed by not just one bar, but like a network of bars, mm-hmm. like all the people that stock ice and drive trucks to deliver product to those bars. And then the event staff and the yeah. bouncers and like, there's just so many people that live and die by that food and beverage, you know, bill, yeah, uh, just events, you know, like trade shows, like there's so many you know, um, rudimentary American jobs that are affected by just an outage of this scale. And it's crazy. We're just, we're, we saw Oracle go mm-hmm. to uh, Austin in the last week. Although I saw that, do you see the Oracle CEO, Larry Ellison? Uh, he clarified, I didn't go to Austin. I moved to Hawaii and I'll be in the cloud. Oh, wow. I'll be working remotely via Zoom. I didn't see that part. That's good. Yeah. Somebody had tweeted, They'd quote tweeted when it was reported that Oracle was leaving the Bay Area and they were like, where will innovation come from? (laughs) (laughs) Right. In like the tech community, if you work for an Oracle or a Microsoft or even like growingly so a Facebook now or like an entrenched monopoly player like that, it's kind of like, oh, you know, like Mm -hmm. you're not you're not cool. You're not with it. Yeah, I don't know um vaccines being pushed out i don't i know for some people it is a personal question so i don't like you don't have to answer but if if it's made available to you will you be taking it or you don't feel like you have to answer though is it free (laughs) (laughs) um i know like flu shots can be i don't know man like i'll be honest with you like i'm one of those you know 
Plano born and bred kids that got all the, the shots and all the vaccines mm-hmm. and all that as a kid, like they didn't hold back on anything. Um, you know, right. We got the full shebang on that. Um, I don't take routine flu shots as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, I just continue to live my life and, yeah. <laughs> you know, I take vitamins. I try to, you know, walk a certain count, step count every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, I meditate, I play golf, I eat one meal a day. I try to keep it under 2000 calories and keep a little live, keep the, keep the old brain firing off with all its synapses, but I'm not going into the doctor and getting this preventative stuff done. Like Got it. I don't want to get the flu for four days so that I don't get the flu at all, <laughs> you know, cause I don't get the flu. Yeah. And with this, I've heard that you have like a terrible reaction for like four days. I'm not down. I'm not one of those people. I'm not Alex Jones over here. Okay. I'm just saying like, and maybe this is indicative of many Americans plight where if, if you're working hard, if you're one of the blessed that are working hard right now, mm-hmm. just, you know, make ends meet, get all this stuff done. The last thing that I want to do is take time out of my day to go to an office to pay to figure out insurance, to pay this deductible, to do all this stuff, to get a shot that will make me sick and down for the count for four days when I can have you come over, <laughs> practically French kiss, make out with me, just breathe your breath down my throat and jam it in there and, you know, give me the vid <laughs> and I don't get it. Like I don't have it. I've not run a fever. I've not had any symptoms other than brain fog. And I'm pretty sure that's been brought on by other sources. So yeah. Um, I'm not sure what to tell you. That's fair. I, I think that frontline workers, um, you know, hospital staff, the elderly at risk populations, like it's going to take several months to make its way through all of those demos prior to them giving it out to some 31 year old bachelor that, you know, the state doesn't care about me. bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're like this capitalist. <laughs> you're the, you're just a cog, just a cog. Um, so I don't know. What's your opinion? You're going to be taking it now that you've had it? Nah. So you can get different strains, right? Um, I I believe so. Did you happen to catch the SNL skit of the coronavirus family Christmas? No. It's the only good skit that they've put on this season. And it was like all the coronavirus. Like they had their heads mm-hmm. uh, in like the, it was the COVID like amoeba thing that okay. they're always showing off, whatever it's called. The COVID head. And so they all were wearing COVID heads and they were reflecting on like their amazing year and how they'd sent little Ronnie over to New Zealand and Ronnie couldn't get it done. They're they're having social gatherings. Shame on you, Ronnie. <laughs> like it was like a total familial expectations of like a stereotypical white family, except they're all coronavirus, and then the herpes show up. Oh great. <laughs> it's it's the funniest uh skit that they've yeah, had on for I'll, quite a while. Timothy Chalamet that. was the guest host okay. and what is he known for? Because he was pretty great. He's known for being in a bunch of indie films. Like, well, he had a lot of uh, gravitas. I felt like yeah. like he was he held his That's own. That's kind of his aura. Okay, I'm yeah. not familiar with him. So yeah. it's just like who is this kid that he's like pencil thin, but then he can project. Yeah. Like I he have can... like students that are in love with him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, shout out to James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah james loves him (laughs) (laughs) Uh, turn it off james (laughs) so do you think that you got this from a student then uh it would have had to have been someone at school i'm assuming 
Okay. I mean, that, that's just my guess. You think it was James? <laughs> nah, he, he, he didn't get it himself, so. He's not still in school. Yeah. Oh, he is? Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought he graduated or something. No. Okay. This, he's a senior this year. Um. Well, did any of them... So how did you handle COVID? Like, how did you notify the school? And what... Did you work all those days? Or how yeah, did that man, work? I worked. I didn't miss a single day. So I still got my sick days. <laughs> <laughs> all two of them. <laughs> For when something real hits. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So I had like a sub that was in my classroom, but I still logged on. And um, I basically assigned my assignments and then I, w- I was there if they had any questions for me i just like pleaded with my students to please pay attention so i wouldn't have to repeat myself because i didn't want to waste <laughs> my energy because uh it was a lot of work um but yeah i was online every day I, you know whenever i was um, told that i tested positive i immediately called my principal and told him and um that was that sent out an email let everybody know and uh here we are Okay. So you just zoomed in? Yep. Or Google Meets. When did you get back up on your feet? Um, la- Last mid- Wednesday? Mid-, mid last week. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Do you get any... I got a couple texts from the tots like, WTF? Like, Michael reached out. Michael listened to about 10 minutes out of episode... Mm-hmm. First of all, he listened to episode 58. I think he was coming back from somewhere. And he said that he almost crashed his car like he was laughing so hard. What were we talking about? Uh, Malaysia oh. and everything. Just <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. I went back and listened to some of that. Like, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Travis Simpson. Mm-hmm. Like, Shout out. Shout out. It's my boy. Yeah. Dude, uh, dude's crazy. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Travis Simpson. And uh, Malaysia and just all that stuff. He crashed his car at one point or almost did. I don't know what part it was, but he was cracking up. And then he listened to the first 10 minutes of episode 59 and just texted us. and was like, yeah. dude, are you all right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to like be lighthearted about it and just be like, you know, keeping it pushing. Ah, I didn't get Carson. Next, maybe next time. Uh, well, I hadn't responded, like, and Michael was like, well, he hasn't responded yet. <laughs> and then he texted me offline, and he was yeah. like, dude, are you all right, man? Like, he was legit. And he was like, freaking me out he's like it's a 10-day incubation period like it's not five days like you know you're not going to be good until i guess this last weekend Mm -hmm. um anyway and then my mom texted me and she was like where where's episode 60 yeah i got several people asking me too so um sorry guys uh uh, here we are you know (laughs) yeah just (laughs) over delivering listen yeah you're getting episode 60 right now man yeah crazy yeah it's going to take more than the corona to stop this podcast. <laughs> yeah. What will it take? <laughs> well, what's the real reason that I remember telling you at the beginning of this that if everything goes just great with this, we'll be staring at each other over a deposition table in 20 <laughs> yeah, years. That. <laughs> That's if things go swimmingly, <laughs> okay? Yeah, yeah. How yeah. does this end in all reality? Um ideally we made it so big that we wouldn't even have to be in the room and it would just be our lawyers (laughs) (laughs) that would be great you know you know any good lawyers i feel like uh feel like i'd have to find one yeah i'm not gonna be recommending a lawyer to you in that scenario (laughs) mr (laughs) moskovitz mr winklevoss yeah (laughs) i'd be like if you'd invented the weekly catch-up then you would have invented the weekly (laughs) catch-up 
what are we without the artwork and the theme song? I don't know. A loosely banded together <laughs> algorithm. Bro, oh. we lost Malaysia. Did we? Bro, have you not been checking in? No. Bro. They didn't listen? Bro, Malaysia, like, rejected us. What? And all of America and the rest of the world, too. They were like, you know Excuse what? Excuse me? You boys feeling hot about your here YouTube channel? Let's take you down a quick notch. So, you know how we'd gotten, like, a thousand views for, like, 250 hours in the last two episodes? Yes. We got four <laughs> on episode 59. I got COVID for this show. Yeah. Yeah. We, I'm trying to bring the content. We literally got four we hits got four averaging, listens? like, two and a half minutes, like wow like it seriously just nosedived back so we need to work on our link game and the internet likes when we discuss rap too which is oh really stupid yeah um oh i uh kaylee wilson I, I she's an old student of mine i've shouted her out in the past um she said she listens on youtube really yeah nice yeah so she's the only one that's giving me feedback from like longtime listeners kaylee tell us if you're youtube premium by the way because although question for you with the new iphones and the new like ios system and all of this my apps are able to be more flexible while in use like i can mm -hmm. accept a phone call at the very top of my screen and not even depart the application that yes. i'm in so i don't know if some of the merits of youtube premium in the fact that you can shut your phone down like you can like turn your phone screen off mm -hmm. and listen to a podcast via youtube like it was an Apple podcast. Right. I wonder if that's her reality or are all apps like that. Yeah. Now? Or if she's like keeping the browser open this whole time. Yeah. Let well, us know. But if you work a desk job of any kind and you want to stream it through your computer and you have dual screens and a docking bay and all of that, like that's no problem. People do that all the time. Yeah. But with the, if you're listening from the phone and you're using YouTube without premium, you got to keep that screen on the whole time. It's football on your phone. Four listens? Oh, Bro, yeah. That's embarrassing. Okay. Um, you need to think up a new sales pitch for the Malaysians. We're going to have to go viral on Twitter or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. how's that going for us? Well. 37 followers. Yeah. Um, I'm on I'm on winter break starting Wednesday, so let me, I'll get to work. You about to get hyphy with it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll get hyphy for about a month and a half. Yeah. Dang. How long is winter break? I meant a half a month. Okay. I <laughs> yeah. was like, dang. Dude, I'm in the wrong profession. <laughs> oh, man. I'm hoping to. Uh, my sister flew in yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. My mom texted me like, what did she say? It was like, the eagle has landed. <laughs> hey. I was like, okay, calm down. Yeah. Well, that's great. She's going to be in town for maybe a month or something to that effect all right we're having family portraits made on sunday oh that's cute yeah yeah i think yeah. it's their way of telling me that my linkedin headshot needs to change because they're <laughs> like we scheduled like a portrait session just for you too. oh really yeah nice <laughs> so yeah. i need to bust out the bleach bleaching trays yeah. this week you already know what you're wearing no man okay my wardrobe needs an update yeah yeah well i'm all in at the new place and like that's going well um but it's just been a it's been a slog with work and mm -hmm. just everything going on. So, yeah. but Amazon is my friend and I've been outfitting, you know, just two and three things at a time, like always a package when you come home. Yeah, that's nice. We, we, we live in the best timeline right now. <laughs> Very convenient. <laughs> uh, How bad off would we be in a global pandemic without services like Amazon? Well, I mean, back it up. A Would step. the world be on fire? 
No, I think that okay. the world would be less on fire. Okay, explain. Well, if you can't broadcast a signal into everyone's home, like let's back it up to the internet. Like what if we were in a pandemic without Amazon, without internet services, essentially, mm -hmm. um, or connected applications like Uber Eats or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't have been able to have Fauci and PSAs and CNN scream into your living room. Okay, so less fear. Well, there'd be less fear and there'd be less there'd be far less centralized information and distribution of said information plus the connectivity rates when you're like taking it by horseback or you know whatever is going on if there's no internet if you're just calling people yeah. on the phone maybe we could even go back to that i guess if the phone and the tv worked that would be another mm -hmm. thing but yeah without the internet like you wouldn't have you wouldn't have public dissent either yeah like the main thing you were truly fringe conspiracy if you went against Dan Rather and Walter Cronkite and the boys back in the day. Mm -hmm. But now, you know, I hear people routinely saying, like, now I saw this on ABC News, so, you know, whatever. Like, they're literally attributing their sources to, like, major mainstream media channels and, like, qualifying it as, like, well, take it yeah. with a grain of salt, you know. Yeah, people are getting information from, like, Dr. Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what's his? What are all his gaffes? Like, didn't he have a recommendation that went truly south? Several. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's just like an Oprah hack, right? He's he's the Doctor Phil of medicine. See, Doctor Phil, I'm on board with. Like, but, you you need to be about your relationship, Brad. What I'm hearing are two people that don't want to work together. <laughs> I'm from Tyler, Texas. Yeah. I'm the kind of doctor that doesn't help people medically. <laughs> Doctor yeah, Phil is I like don't even know more what to say. he is an Oprah creation as well, but he is a he's a hard ass. Like he's he's got the respect of people that Doctor Oz does not. Okay. And I'll also, Doctor Phil is like a genius. He, his broadcasting career far surpasses that of Doctor Oz. Okay, maybe Dr. not. Oz maybe is not on an, daytime TV now. Maybe not an apt comparison. That's my mistake. Dr. Phil is very shrewd. He's still married to the same woman. Like he's got, I think he's probably, I, you know, he's one of those people that he's not like a Jerry Springer. No. No, he's got like a real body of work that backs him up and he's been on real podcasts and like shared real insight. And I guess Jerry Springer has too. Jerry Springer was like the mayor he's of actually, Cincinnati or yeah. something. And he's like a really nice guy. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's funny how those shock jocks end up being like, mm -hmm. You know, Howard Stern, one of the greatest guys yeah. ever. Like, I love his interviews. I think yeah. as he's probably gotten older, he's tamed down and with Beth and, you know, <laughs> Robin. And yeah. now that Artie's gone, you know, the yeah, vibe has just been taken down. They're just little sweethearts. I don't know, but you grew up like knowing that like Russ Martin and um, Howard Stern. And those are the bad boys, you know, yeah. but now like, with you know, podcasts like now it's us. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> oh, we don't hold a candle to some of the podcasts like yeah. an Ari Shafir or Legion of Skanks or something. Like, sure. That stuff's filthy. Yeah. What, what's the big girl podcast? Uh, I don't even think we can say the name. I don't know. Yeah, you do. The, wasn't it on Barstool? They had that big contractual dispute. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I honestly don't know the name of it. I do remember hearing about the dispute. Yeah, neither here nor there, but have you seen, do you know Dave Portnoy? Yes. 
Have you seen the Twitter account Dave Portnoy out of context? No. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Man. It's rich, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you should check it out. It's like the, the outlandish. Pin, the pin tweet is so funny. Like it's just, you know, because he makes a lot of videos, and so mm-hmm. it'll just be like a video cut, and it's out of context. And he is a trip, man. Like he, his following is so diverse in so many ways. I had no idea. Well, because he's like. Uh, what did he start doing like day trading or stocks or something and so mm-hmm. he's always doing like his twitter posts on with like that green hammer or something that he does i, I think i've seen that yeah well and barstool is worth how much a stupid amount didn't they buy some outfits um i think they i th- think around the same time that that one podcast was having disputes like they they were acquiring a bunch of other ones they didn't acquire Gimlet or any. That was uh, Spotify that acquired yes. Gimlet? Yeah. Okay. And that's Bill Simmons? Sure. Whatever happened to ESPN back in the day? Like, What do you mean? Well, they just lost all their talent. Like, Stephen A. Smith is like the only. Because uh, think about it. Um, well, you, know, you know who owns ESPN? ABC, Disney. Disney, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think Disney has so much money that they're. Like, that's not something that they have to. Every if you're into sports, you're going to be turn, turn, tuning into ESPN no matter who's on there. Um, I don't I don't think they're vying for like an incredible show. I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like they're phoning it in. I feel like they've had to diversify in many ways with like UFC coming in and some of their new streaming situations and the docu series that they're doing. Like they've had to diversify the content that they put out uh, because all of these every sports league probably has their own streaming service. Like I know on golf, you could get just basic YouTube TV or cable to get, you mm-hmm. know, golf channel and all of that. But you could also pay at PGA tour.com for like premium streaming subscriptions to watch every hole that Rory plays or tiger right. plays or whatever. So it's more about them acquiring, uh, which, you know, whatever events are going on rather than like who the hosts are. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that might be a very valid point. Like maybe they're, uh, well, and it does make sense because I'm thinking also largely of like radio and the entire radio landscape, like Trey Wingo still does it, but, Mm -hmm. uh, with Greeny and Golick having changed out with Dan Patrick having changed out and you think about even like first take, like what Shannon skip, skip Bayless, skip Bayless used to be Shannon Sharp. Well, that's FS1. Like Skip mm-hmm. Bayless used to be with Stephen A. Yeah. back in the day. Stephen A. Smith, yeah. And uh, now they got Max Kellerman or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that, like, when Skip Bayless left, he'd been on Around the Horn. He'd written for what was it, the Morning News, or is he in Dallas? Uh, I'm not too familiar. I can't remember which paper he was with, but um, anyway, he was a he was a big figure for ESPN. Same with Dan Patrick. Same with um. I'm trying to think like they still have Chris Berman, uh, but they've had a lot of high profile departures Mm -hmm. and changing of the guards. And maybe that was just as radio was dying out too. And yeah. Do you, so do you think like there's a space that's for the taking or do you think that that's like a dead industry? I think every space is for the taking. Um, I think that like, like you said, they're bankrolled by Disney and Disney just like released its, you know, projections and they expect to have 250 million subscribers just to Disney plus, or I guess it's on just like a new medium. Like maybe all these radio people are, are now doing podcasting, you know? Um, 
some of them yeah like so maybe formatting is still similar um just just like on a different platform i think that some of the core tenets of broadcasting and whatnot remain the same in terms of like you know your slug your boilerplate your you know it was engulfed in flames Mm -hmm. copy uh you know preview teaser all of that but you have to be able to turn it into the evening news and a twitter video and an instagram story swipe up for more leads to a paywall on the long-form written version of it on the the news website or i mean the amount of content like when something truly goes off when it truly goes viral if you just go scroll through twitter latest yeah like i love to do that with the brands that i'm affiliated with like i'm you know going and doing twitter latest on appreciate social all the time just Mm -hmm. like i used to do on my old startup and when you actually do something like you know uh, tesla after an earnings report or uh falcon x or space what what is it um spacex spacex you know whenever the shuttle uh implodes as it's landing or whatever the rocket whatever it was you know there's everybody from every abc affiliate in every single market covers that Mm -hmm. you know and there's how many different publications and you know news is covering it like news media on cable uh news on television on radio in hot print. new hot new hip-hop like, hot new hip-hop like the, here's the breakfast club's take on it yeah now here's joe budden now here's mm-hmm. the actual subject matter expert on jre right like it's such a weird landscape that how did we even get on this um we're talking about espn uh, yeah yeah i think that a lot of people think that they've you know breathe fresh air into their business with uh i i isn't it espn plus yeah that so gets they have you... they have espn plus um which, which features like a lot m- more of the documentary style um interviews and i guess other exclusive content that's what did the last dance right um no the um espn and netflix yeah 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 so yeah you're right it it debuted on espn and then netflix acquired the rights after it all bro so i I took you up on some of your netflix recommendations and i watched the cheese people Um, oh yeah i was like this is insane like that one girl like her body isn't right oh my goodness she's like three shoulders or something yeah did you watch the pepper episode yes i did that it was intense right oh it was very intense and it was like i was gagging at different points you know like that was and that was just weird like those folks were strange definitely when you realize but that's what i was telling you like they have made this their life yeah I, i the one guy that really surprised me in that was the guy that like literally got laid off a couple years ago and like made his own YouTube channel mm-hmm. and now he travels the world doing peppers and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I'll take take all my hate with a grain of salt. Like this dude's living, you know? Yeah. He's, he's getting YouTube hits. We can't get Malaysia to tune in for more than three episodes in a row. Jeez. So uh, let's tap into the pepper community. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Where are my pepper heads at? <laughs> yeah. If you're into hot flaming peppers and running down hills at yeah. breakneck speed, chasing cheese rolls, we're your people. Maybe that's the content that we need. We need to film a, a video of us eating hot peppers. Oh, I don't want to do that. If I got like, not like what they were eating, but if I got us hot peppers, would you eat one with me? Like off camera? No, on camera. 
Um, we would not do it off camera. That was that's yeah. <laughs> no point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, trying to appeal to our pepperheads here. Yeah. No. Uh, let's call Jimmy or whatever his name was. <laughs> let's give some of those twenty five hundred bad boys. Yeah. Give us twenty five hundred Scovels each, Jimmy. <laughs> we're ready. We're, we're pepperheads now. We're not ready. Link us from your YouTube page, Jimmy. <laughs> that hit me worse than the Corona. <laughs> Bro, you're still so flippant and arrogant about your experience with that. How did you um, not infect Courtney and me? We must have antibodies. Yeah, I, I will say, like, other than that day, I had not been hanging out with anybody. It had been Thanksgiving break. I had only seen my mom and Brian. Um came back i was at school for one day got a low-grade fever and then it hit me and i didn't really see anybody after that i didn't see courtney until i was in the clear after that day so (laughs) yeah well that's good yeah um i have a package here that was sent from from one of our good friends mr buffin abroad brock reichert yeah, we got some fan mail here. I'm looking at a thick manila envelope. Yeah, I'm thinking I haven't opened it. I'm thinking and maybe it's a book or something, but I thought maybe we could open it on air. That's so cute. Yeah. You know, it's just it, you, look, me, and Buffin' Abroad. Weekly catch-up podcast. Attention, Brad and Carson. There we go. Yo, shout out to Brock for making it out to the show with in care of. He even did the CO, right? Or attention. Attention. Yeah. 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 So let's see what we got here, shall we? We've put out requests for books in the past, so maybe it's... Oh, it's probably the book that I saw on his Instagram. It says, Die getting all you can uh, with from your money... Oh, hold on. Oh, this is Die with Zero. And then in between it says, Getting all you can from your money in your life. (laughs) Brad's not good at reading between the lines. (laughs) Die with Zero. Getting all you can from your money. And your life by oh, Bill man. Perkins. He gave us a whole letter to read. You want to read that? You want me to? Yeah. Wow. Whoa. What's it say? This is going to make me emotional. No way. So, wow, this dude is like very professional. We have like a, a typewritten note with a signature line in pen and then a personal note says, keep grinding fellas. Enjoyed the podcast. Um, dude, this is the guy that used to defend you from getting beat up. <laughs> yeah. He's got to be such a force on your life. He's a superhero, He's man. Quickly becoming one in mine. Yeah. All right. Um, so our friend Brock with the book, he's accompanied it with a, a written letter here. So I'll read it for you now. Gentlemen, hello. You are receiving this because I consider you a friend and someone I want the best for. The book you are holding is one I recently read in the last few months. The premise seems a little extreme, dying with zero. Dollars, that is. But it is the pursuit of this and not the actual accomplishment of it that matters. Your life is the sum of your experiences. In life, sometimes delayed gratification means no gratification. No, I'm not implying that you should blow all your cash on different things and different things. Um, <laughs> that'll... We'll just read that part between us. Okay. (laughs) Understand that with each day of your life, there is a shifting and constantly evolving window of life experiences. Thinking about this, just like how in your teens and 20s, due to lack of life responsibilities like kids, wife, etc., 
there were crazy ass things that you probably wouldn't do today. The same principle applies to later years because you were able to have experiences in your 30s that weren't possible in your 20s, probably because we were dumb and broke, and so on. If 2020 has taught us anything, it's that the world as we know it can and will change often. Health can change. Opportunity can change. People can die. I want to challenge you to be in pursuit of two things in the upcoming year, and hopefully it's not just a BS one-year thing. Invest in your health on the, uh, here's point number one. Invest in your health on the front end. Just like investing with money, when you do this early, the compounding interest is astounding. It equals greater lifelong fulfillment. Think about this. Retired people's number one expense is health care. Would we want to spend our money at 65, still messing around on the ski, slo ski slopes, drinking beer after a nice day skiing, or golfing on badass courses because, hell, we can afford it? We aren't chained to a hospital system and on 10 medications to keep our body from falling apart. Don't spend your life today working your ass off just to give all your money to some snobby hospital executives. Think of something this year, be it a goal, a trip, or a bucket list item, if you will, and accomplish it. But the caveat here is the most important. The goal must be something that probably won't be possible in five years or maybe even next year. Hmm. For example, if you don't have kids, maybe think of a goal that you can absolutely not do if you had kids or your wife is pregnant. If you, if you have kids, hey, Sean, think about the things that are only possible at the certain age of your kid. There are goals and ideas there for both sides. Find them, do them, don't wait. I'll leave you with this. A person's ability to extract enjoyment from their money declines with age. This becomes clear when you think about a person on their deathbed. Too fragile and weak to do anything but slurp some crappy jello and watch TV. <laughs> More than likely, you will do something for the last time this year and every year after. Hmm. More than likely, you will greet and hug someone for the last time. So use your money to add value and add memories to your life. Your friend Brock. Wow. Whoa. Chill bumps. Um, man. When, when he says, more than likely you will do something for the last, last time, time this year and every year thereafter. Puts things in perspective. Oh. Brock, uh, thank you so much. I hope you don't mind us having read this. Um, I did some editing there on the on fly. <laughs> um, but He's man, kind that... of like a Goggins writer, if you will. <laughs> I was feeling bad about myself, so I just recorded myself. <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes I stare at those <laughs> shoes for 20 minutes. Uh, that, that was deep. Holy crap. Um, boy, he has you wanting to put in your two weeks notice tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'm somewhat speechless other than uh, that really means a lot. Um Jeez. Yeah, I, I don't have like guy friends a whole lot that try to like send like meaningful men stuff to, to like, like elevate each you? other's lives and yeah. stuff like, you know, maybe I'm not in enough Bible studies or something, but <laughs> men's groups, I don't yeah. know, but it's not always found there. That's um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So um, definitely looking forward to reading this and taking it to heart. Um, I, you know, New Year's is coming up and I, I honestly haven't had i typically try to set goals uh, about a month or two before new year's and get a head start on it and i'm good to go but i haven't really um set myself up for that or have even thought about what i want what i want to accomplish in the next year 
Um, so this has definitely gotten me back on track and made me realize I should probably think a little harder about that. It's just amazing the, like, right now I'm honestly playing out in my head him sitting down and, like, writing out that envelope and putting pen to paper and typing this out and the revisions that went with that. And, like, what was his thought process with us receiving that? Like, how do people plan for the impact that they're going to be? Yeah. Even because he did that in a vacuum. There was no cameras on him. There was no, uh, you know, posturing on the podcast or anything like that. It was just like a quiet room. He sits down and does it late at night. Like what drives people to do that and to be that thoughtful with people? Um, I don't know. Um, But again, I mean, I've always bragged about like that. I mean, that's just who he is. And so um, I think it's our duty to pay that forward and um you know with the people that that are in our lives um i'll tell you this i i will take one brock reichert over the whole country of malaysia uh i want i want a brock reichert in my corner and um you, you know we joke about the listeners and everything but uh the little community that we've kind of created with this podcast um you know whenever we have moments like this that that means the world to me um Really profound people do write letters to each other, and you're hard-pressed to find a documentary about a president with a close friend that they didn't have handwritten notes saved. Mm-hmm. You know, like people people routinely writing to other people and sending them things that they think will add value. Um, you know, I've gotten books from Heston in the past that, you know, it, it's not just like... <laughs> It's not just a book that he read and there's like a booger on page 36. <laughs> like it's like a brand new copy and he's written like a handwritten note on the inside jacket and it commemorates a specific time in your lives. Like that kind of stuff like sticks with you, yeah. you know, like you're not going to throw that book out or yeah. take it to half price or Amazon. Right. And so, yeah, this is also making me want to be more intentional, you know, with my peers and again, kind of pay that forward. Um, yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm shook. I think that like being intentional with your peers, it really would identify which peers want that, <laughs> you know, like some, right, yeah. some of your, and we're at that weird cusp age where, you know, some of the relationships from your twenties that might've been more based out of convenience or uh, a, a shallow common goal or temporal mm-hmm. goal uh, might be evaporating a little bit, but then the people that are going to scale with you and all like Michael and I were commenting on this, um, coming from Southwestern and like still being friends and how we'd identified very common shared values between us Mm -hmm. and shared similarities that, you know, we've been able to scale our friendship throughout the years. And it's, it's kind of similar to you and me in many ways. Like I have a few select handful of friends from that school that I've taken and communicate with on even a monthly basis. And anyway, this, this part is kind of the manifestation of a lot of the common goals that, I shared with you and you just hadn't caught on to yet, but now that it's manifesting itself in, you know, r- written letters to the show and stuff like that's just impactful, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And going back to like, um, you know, friends that, you know, may not want that same type of, uh, I don't know, I guess letter or something like there are a lot of friends that I know could benefit just from a written letter saying, Hey man, thinking of you, love you. Um, hope this next year is your best year yet. 
and, and so on, you know, like it doesn't have to necessarily be a motivational push trying to elevate them to, to the next thing. I mean, you know, that's case by case and you know, your relationships and maybe what your friendships need, but definitely people can benefit just from a um, nicely written letter. They could benefit from a nicely written text or email, you know, like it doesn't take a whole lot to spread some cheer. And I promise you that the texts that are letters are going to render, they're going to garner more attention than the you up or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like check out this meme. (laughs) Yeah. Like how much of our, how many of our friendships have been reduced to sharing memes and double tapping on Instagram DMs? quite a few and i'm still capable of picking up the phone and like it's just such a different wavelength yeah to do that and it's such a different level of connection Mm -hmm. i personally love calling people on the phone but i i feel like a lot of our generation hates that yeah it's like is this an emergency or like it's like you could have texted me i hate tech especially like with setting up plans and everything i would much rather settle that over a phone call I literally had this mental debate with you about you in my head the other day when I was like, oh, should I, I, I felt lazy because I see text messages coming in from you and I'm like, oh, I'll let him figure it out. And then I'll just call and just sort it all out in like 30 seconds on a call. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, I was like, well, he's obviously demonstrating that text is his preferred medium. At no, the no, moment, no, no. So I I should... Always call me. Interesting. Uh, I mean, last week I was sick and I wasn't. I wasn't really in the mood to talk and, and waste my precious oxygen. Um, so that's probably why I was texting more. But yeah, especially with Solvin, like I know you're a busy guy. So that's why I try to send you a text and you can just respond to it whenever you're free. Um, yeah, I, I appreciate that. That's real. You, you know, you you work really well with uh, my schedule and understanding how I communicate during the week, which can be pretty helter skelter frantic you know <laughs> yeah but let's right. go back to one of the things that you did drop about all the health maladies last week and that is that you are severely sleep apneatic or whatever yo i got sleep apnea <laughs> i thought that we knew that already no <laughs> oh <laughs> i didn't even know that <laughs> you need fat phone and your sleep apnea machine <laughs> That's what i'm saying dude <laughs> <laughs> Brock's over here like, bro, you got to get healthy. Like, yeah, man. You're like, I'm supposed to be scaling mountains and I'm over here with a CPAP machine. <laughs> exactly, man. Sawing logs. Bro, are you going to be hooked up? I thought you told me this the other day. Um, Maybe off the podcast. Maybe. Didn't we talk about your machine with Courtney and make fun of you? <laughs> Probably. I think we did it off the podcast. Bro, I've got so many friends that like sleep hooked up to machines. <laughs> like, they're dead. like I don't want this to be my life. <laughs> oh, I've got I... so many buddies I could throw under the bus right now, and it's like, <laughs> like it's got to be the craziest thing to get hooked up with a mask that's hooked into the wall every night. Yeah, it's like it's you know, I sl- I slim down and I'm good, but once I pick up that extra twenty pounds again, I'm I'm snoring away. And bro, isn't uh, that crazy? Yeah how your weight has everything to do with like how much you can breathe even after a meal. Like if I have like a salt rich meal, like those airwaves are getting clogged and I'm going to bed, you know, (laughs) (laughs) everything's clogged. (laughs) Like it's a bad, it's a bad sitch. Yeah. You just go down for the day. I I guess I do need to set some goals for myself this next year. 
I mean, the day that you got COVID, you like brought Whataburger over. <laughs> no, I did not. Oh, that was the week before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's no way i was having whataburger that you over day. here wheezing with sleep apnea in the whataburger drive like, oh god my patty melt <laughs> oh, oh wow so uh what what's the treatment plan with uh something like sleep apnea um i i gotta do another test and then we'll go from there i probably will have to get a cpap <laughs> what laugh at my pain man well i just picture you like all fox news status like how do i keep it clean teach me infomercial <laughs> no i don't need any of that just like hook this thing up to my nostrils and let me breathe bro four years from now you're gonna be showing people the master bedroom and comparing cpap <laughs> machines with the other dads <laughs> i'm down no yeah no, i'm gonna no, get no. the latest model Mm. yeah that, that's what i'm saying it's gonna be like check out my new ride lawnmower and one guy's gonna be like you see my new cpap machine yo this thing is crazy yeah my whoop like, is like no noise saying i'm getting eight active hours a night brought my oxygen levels up to 92 i shot an 84 last saturday what's up boys no nah, i'm not gonna be golfing <laughs> what's a bud light seltzer that's not my vision i was i saw this girl at the bar the other day get a bud light seltzer and we all kind of like looked at her side eyed and she was like after two sips she literally goes yeah i was just trying to see what the fuss was about like I i'm not advocating for this like this is the first time i've ever had this and we're, we were all like we were wondering if you were like a brand merchant for them or so you guys must have been looking pretty judgmental for her to speak up about it yeah she like kind of she backtracked <laughs> She's like, just so you know this isn't my normal behavior by any means that's good um very random side note last week no two weeks ago um i saw a huge bird get hit by a car heck yeah yeah i figured you would enjoy that bit of information i bet that bird was guilty you know, as it, sin. it okay so the car in front of me hits it it flies over me and lands on the car behind me yeah double <laughs> whammy pretty crazy that was probably a real sinful bird <laughs> Could have been. probably been attacking people next to a nest yeah it was attacking a car i felt brave enough to dive headfirst at a car any damage on the car i have no idea i mean we were on the road i don't know but they swerved a bit then <laughs> um, kept it moving so you know it's crazier like the the well never mind <laughs> no what no just like <laughs> yeah no never mind no bring it no just like elevate this episode no it's not elevating it it's more like <laughs> You know, there's people that like literally think that you killed something when you hit something with your car, you know, like yeah. the people that like if you killed a bug inside, they freak out. Have you ever met those people? Oh, yeah. Those people are wild, man. Yeah. I flicked a ladybug the other day. I took it out to the landing and <laughs> I flicked it and it thudded off the side of the landing and then it took off in beautiful flight. And you don't think you um, flicking that says anything about your character? So... I didn't kill it because it was a ladybug, and I don't think that you can kill ladybugs. Yeah, I, I think it's I, – wait. Because they're so – You don't think you can kill them? No, they're so beautiful and, like, written about – Oh, you don't think you should kill them? They're the object of folklore yeah. and children's books, and, like, I don't want to kill ladybugs. Okay. But, like, an ant? I'm going to kill all the ants, you know? Yeah. So wh where do we draw the line and why? um i guess with like i mean i think you're judging it off of appearance you're you... like ladybugs cute ants ugly i'm killing it <laughs> oh well yeah <laughs> we should actually extend that to more <laughs> more than bugs <laughs> no i'm kidding just livestock and large creatures but right. um no uh 
I don't know. I'm just saying that there is something there. And I, and I definitely people... think the intent behind, like if you're going out of your way and like torturing, getting like a magnifying glass and, and burning insects, I think that says something about like, if you're flicking something off of you, I, I, I don't, I think that says less about, like, I think there's less to worry about. I'm just saying that birds are bad news and <laughs> I know that they do something in the ecosystem and I would never kill a cardinal or something beautiful. What are your thoughts on like parrot, like house birds? Um, well, I think that they they should be fine, but their owner should be in captivity. <laughs> like, who owns a bird? Unless you're a child. Okay. Do we have any people out there that are listening? Any of you guys got birds? birds? Hit us up. Let us know. Let us know why. It's like I was having a conversation with a friend the other day, and I was saying it's kind of like she she was asking if I like cats and I was like, yeah, I'm fine with cats. Like I like cats. I've considered mm -hmm. a cat as an apartment guy, but at the same time, the main thing that holds me back is the image of a dude with a cat. Okay. So it's more of like the appearance. Yeah. It's like a dude should yeah. have a dog, you know? Right. Like I get it. There's always like an asterisk next to the guy with a cat. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like you're, you're in your thirties, you're single. Yeah. You got a cat. You got a cat. <laughs> yeah, people are judging you. Like, I'm not saying they should, but people are judging you. There's so many, like, techno rave boys out there with I, a cat I, right now yeah. that are, like... And I have male them. friends that have had cats... Me too. ...before dogs, and they're cool, but, like, I'm just but, saying the, per the, the image of it. I've also watched them have to explain why they have a cat, you know? Like, yeah, right. but I'm cool, like, I'm normal, like, I go out, like... <laughs> You know? yeah, do all the things that you guys do. I'm not just, just always playing in the litter yeah. box, you know? Right. Yeah. It's just like I go through more yarn than you. <laughs> My reflex skills are way better. <laughs> right. No, it's just, it is what it is, you know? Like, it's held me back from acquiring a cat. True. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can only get an exotic cat, you know? That might kill tiger. me. Tiger. Yeah. Yeah, Tiger King. Yeah. Yeah, get yourself a little tiger, a little boyfriend. <laughs> okay okay i'm gonna get a lynx and a girl <laughs> sleek cat um speaking of tiger king didn't something happen with yo carol baskins what happened one of her employees got mauled really yes wow there's gonna be a brand new documentary about the backstory so. of this employee and yeah, because her whole thing was, you know, we keep it much safer and... Hey, cool cats and kittens. <laughs> right. I murder people. Yeah. Where so is... how bad is the person mauled? I I don't know. I don't... The article that I read didn't say. So did the uh, article go in a different direction than the reporting <laughs> on the mauling? It was... Yeah, it was more just giving a brief of like who, you know, reminding us who Carol Baskin is oh. and, um, you know, giving us the lowdown and... Giving us the four one one. Yeah, I, I can always uh, look up the story for next week. And... She's she's guilty of sin. Yeah, she... something ain't right. Yeah, she took the crazy cat lady to the next extreme. Yeah, yo, she she's been <laughs> crazy. Yeah, she's the reason we can't own cats. I mean, she's the reason. I don't know. She's um, her name, her name is Carol. <laughs> Carol Baskin. Yeah. Okay. Something is not right. She with never that. stood a chance. Something's not right with her husband too. Her husband seems like a profiteering, calculated, motivated. Oh, the individual. one that's still alive. Existing cover-up husband. Got it. Got it. The one that thinks. Yeah, that the one that was on a leash. Her? Yeah, yeah. He's 
he's not on a literal leash, but he is like, no, he was on a literal, like he's on all four. There's a picture of what him on a leash, her holding it. And he's on all fours. Get out of here. <laughs> Dead serious. Well, that's what I pictured. I didn't know there was photographic. <laughs> oh yeah. Out there. there. Yeah. It's there. Is he wearing clothes? I think he's shirtless. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Is it like a harness? <laughs> <laughs> it's a leash. Like, I don't know. It's a leash around his neck. Yes. Is there like a bell hanging out of his butt? <laughs> I, I don't think so. I didn't look that like yeah. <laughs> I didn't like inspect. I didn't zoom in on You're the picture. Like a Chrome view, <laughs> zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, and yeah. screenshot. <laughs> I'm just like, well, this explains a lot and kept it pushing. Yo, she's probably like, she's probably like, smile for the camera, or I'll kill you. I mean, certainly. I'll have Samson come in here and eat your head. Yep, we're gonna put you in the sewer. Yo. Everybody that flies close to the sky, close to the sun, and by that I mean a tiger farm in Oklahoma, <laughs> ends up Mercy. in jail and or mauled. That one-armed girl, that was she transgender she, she, or she was just yeah. gay? I think she was trans. She was trans. I believe so. I think she identified. As what a was male. her? What was her name? I don't remember. Okay, I think that. So, didn't they use some of her pre? like pre-op scenes or something like there were several people that were disgruntled in the tiger king bunch one of them being uh the husband one of the husbands that got his grill redone he got yeah. those veneers and he was like oh yeah they didn't they even shot show my me. scenes yeah. with like my veneers but they chose to keep the ones without right and then i think the maybe the girl was identifying more as a guy after production or mid-production and they portrayed wasn't there Maybe. something to I don't do with that? that story i can't remember what they titled uh her or him as yeah this was like back in february january february a lot has happened since then <laughs> dude somebody <laughs> tweeted uh, a picture of j-lo and shakira at the super super bowl halftime and oh they were like this goodness. happened this year that's insane isn't that insane yeah somebody's gonna i know somebody's gonna make a list of all the crazy stuff that has happened this year like australian fires kobe covid um there, there's got to be an end of the year list of all the crazy things that went down. Do you find out that uh, Hunter Biden's actually been under investigation for like three years? Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like they sat on this. Actually, the Republican or the the current DOJ head, Bill Barr, apparently knew this and sat on this and they didn't report on it. It was like squashed by the media and everybody for years. Um, he's been under investigation since like 2017 or 18. All right. For a variety of things. And so, has he been proven guilty? They're still investigating? I mean, who cares? But they're already talking about impeachment day one of Joe Biden with the Republican-led Senate. And, you know, it's just such a... What does an impeachment mean anymore anyway? Uh, yeah, no, who cares? I don't, I don't care to discuss all of that. It just goes to show that when he was asked point blank on the debate stage mm -hmm. about that scenario, and he totally lied, like... They're all liars, yeah. you know, like it doesn't matter who is in the White House no. or whatever. Like you got two of the most like slick handed politicians yeah. in the how world. Do you, how do you put stock into anything any any politician says at this point? You really just have to focus on yourself. You got to focus on yourself. You got to look at how they voted. And if that aligns with what you're wanting, that's how you make your decision. Like simple as that, in my opinion. Well, I guess... You know, this big next thing is Georgia and these uh, Senate runoffs. Mm -hmm. um, 
yeah, it's for Senate with like John Ossoff and all those guys. That's like the next, I mean, it's like a, at a national perspective. Like I was talking to my hairdresser girl the other day and she was telling me, she was like, I, I'll be watching all of these different channels, you know, CNN. And uh, so we ended up talking politics and COVID and masks and all of this stuff. And, you know, two very different people from very different walks of life, but we saw eye to eye, you know, it mm -hmm. was like, all of this is crazy and don't really trust anybody. And what was she saying? Um, the whole punchline for that. She's going to be watching all of them. <sighs> Never mind. Okay. I can't remember what the punchline was of me going to that scenario. Um, you guys were talking about COVID and masks. Well, just like the Biden stuff and yeah. the election. And anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Well, <laughs> you ready for shout awesome. outs? <laughs> um, no, before we go, I want to talk about uh, HBO Max. Um, they have announced that they are releasing all of their, the like everything that was supposed to be in theaters in 2021 uh, will be released on HBO Max uh, simultaneously, which I think is pretty crazy. Um, How did they win that war race where they could distribute from all the major production houses like from Lionsgate? from um, from from I think it's pretty much every Warner Bros. Um, I think Warner Bros. falls under their umbrella or they have a deal with them because like all of the DC like Wonder Woman is going to be released uh, in like a week or two. Um, yeah, several several movies are going to be coming out so I, th I think that's pretty crazy and then also uh disney plus announced like 10 new marvel shows and and 10 new star wars shows and they're also going to be coming out with pixar movies that are going to be released on the disney plus app like so uh, it's definitely changing the landscape of of uh cinema I mean, cinema is going to go the way of newspapers or something like this yeah. is ridiculous. I mean, Cinemark is going to cease to exist like AMC Lowe's. Like, yeah. what are we going to repurpose all Walmarts and Lowe's <laughs> as, you know, yeah. honestly? Yeah, it, it's it's pretty crazy. I think I'm a fan of it, to be honest. I, I, I think I'd, you know, I think I'd rather watch some of these movies just with my friends or on my own. Um, I, I feel like theater etiquette has just gone downhill the, the, oh, past really? several, the past several movies that I've gone to people are just talking throughout and um, I, yeah I don't know I don't I'm not a fan it's just hard to find a normal movie going experience in this geo where I feel like every movie theater it's like would you like to recline all the way and have a blanket over you <laughs> and then the server's trying to sell you an $18 cocktail and $10 nachos and I'm like, N just get out of here. I'm trying to watch the movie. <laughs> right, right. Like, I and I. So what I do is I go to those more bougie theaters that like serve you all that stuff, mm -hmm. and I just don't order anything. <laughs> yeah. Just I think don't I did turn that on the you. light. Yeah, yeah. We, we didn't order anything. Um, but those seats were awfully nice. They were great, except mine wouldn't recline back up. I had oh. to like crawl out of mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, just let me watch it on my couch. I'm I'm chilling. You're so funny. You're having yeah. a barrel roll out, <laughs> like the little chunk you are, B Rad. Yeah, you know. The sleep apnea looking. Just a little boy with a CPAP machine. It's going to take more than that to keep me down. <laughs> You're like, I got COVID and sleep apnea. <laughs> Yo, not a good mix. I'll tell you that. I'm like, girl, you better go to IJustGotHit.com. <laughs>
<laughs> I just got hit by the Rona and the apnea. Oh my goodness. But bro. yeah, that, that's my story for the week. Bro, you're getting some typical, you gotta, you gotta read that Brock letter. You need to yeah. Xerox that and give me a copy. Yeah. I, I did exercise today for the first time in quite a while. Well, you look more bright eyed and bushy tailed today than feeling, I've been seeing you. Yeah. Feeling all right. We'll get there. Brock, this is my promise to you. I'm going to take this letter to heart. Um, Yo, that part where he says, this year is the last, last year. year that you'll do certain things. Yeah. And next year is the same. Like what? I've literally been harnessed. I hadn't, I hadn't put it like that. But like, I think I've reflected on this several mm-hmm. times leading up to this where, and I've used, I was on the phone with my friend Sierra uh, the other day i'm going out to see sierra in la or ontario now i don't know corona california <laughs> ironic um going out to see her and paul's new house and go to their engagement party here after a couple weeks mm-hmm. and we were talking and I, she was saying well europe she went on the europe trip the europe friend trip she's like europe was just a couple of years ago because we were trying to compare some notes to establish a timeline for something mm-hmm. unrelated and i was like Sierra, that was six years ago. Yeah. She was like, no, it wasn't. I was like, I was 25, I'm 31. And she just like expletive, expletive. <laughs> wow, we're getting old. Like, yeah. how in the world does this happen? And I said, I didn't realize back then that this is that moment of life, you yeah. know? Yep. There's a season for everything. And people start, you know, branching away. This yeah. is the last year that we'll do some of these things. Yeah. So. It's hard because there's going to be so many socially distanced holidays and you don't want to tell people like this is the last year you're going to do certain things. Right. So go out and be brash because I know a lot of people had a pretty subdued Thanksgiving. Yep. And part of the reason I was so upset about the, this COVID scare was just because I was like, wow, we're really running the timeline now where if you get infected or you have to quarantine, you're going to miss Christmas at this yeah. point, you know? Yep. And that's going to be devastating to a lot of people that... So my parents, there's going to be a lot of normal people on Zoom. Yeah, man. To, if if this happened two weeks later, I wouldn't be going to my brother's wedding. Like, where's he getting married at? Um, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Ooh, that's yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. That's on the twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. What what day is that? Uh, uh, Sunday, I believe. Okay, so you'll be up there for the entire weekend, I'm presuming. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna come back. Um, probably the you know after the wedding I'll, I'll be up there a few days beforehand and then come back after the wedding's over and and start getting stuff ready for over here dope yeah man all right man well sorry for another um chill chiller episode i feel like this episode yeah. is dedicated to mr brock because yeah that was the most uh impactful thing i've seen and from an interpersonal perspective in a little while you know yeah couple days <laughs> a couple weeks yeah man that's pretty crazy um i'm also who's gonna get the book first um how quickly can you read it i'll have uh, it to you by next podcast okay that's fine i'll yeah. be on i'll be on winter break so i i got time okay well, you're already done no i'll be done on wednesday okay uh well we're not gonna record this wednesday we'll release this tonight and uh maybe get one or two more of these in before the end of the year and those New Year's resolutions kicking in for that CPAP machine. Yeah, man. <laughs> that sounds good. Um, I, and I, I know you're apologizing for more of a chill episode, but hey, I, like just coming on here and, and recapping with you and just talking a little bit about life, like that means the world to me. So I hopefully, 
you know. I'm just I'm I'm still sick to my stomach about losing Malaysia. Bro, there are a lot of other countries out you, there. You told the American audience to suck it two we ha- weeks ago. I did, but you know, we haven't even hit up like Zimbabwe. <laughs> like <laughs> there, there's there's a lot more people out there, you know? So there's a lot I don't more I'm, I'm not about there. to come back and start like pleading. I'm not gonna get on my knees here yet for, for America. <laughs> oh my goodness. Quit ostracizing the American market. They Brad. gave me COVID. <laughs> you know what? You gave it right back to them. <laughs> um yeah no in all seriousness again (laughs) (laughs) you did your darndest to give it right back oh yeah that episode we were so out of it my mom texted me and she was like i like the way you caressed me i was like what and i had to go back and listen yeah at the very end you were saying some things to me my favorite part is when you're like uh what did you say um you feel safe in these arms (laughs) (laughs) oh Good times, man. Good times. <laughs> yes, I do. That's the answer. That's great. Good um, to know. I don't because you're a super spreader. <laughs> no, I didn't even spread it. No, because I'm I'm Teflon Don over here. Yeah. Got the antibodies, boy. That's right. You got any shout outs besides Brock? Um, shout out Brock. Shout out Kaylee Wilson. Let us know about uh, the way in which you, you listen to YouTube. premium or is that just, how do you do that? Yeah. Dual screens at a desk job or... YouTube premium on mobile. Yeah. I think those are really depend. Some people are not on the whole AirPods right. iPhone setup, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, and I want to sh- shout out Michael for being concerned and for hitting us up. Uh, I do. I do appreciate the concern. And even though I have tried to make it a little more lighthearted and everything, I definitely appreciate you reaching out and everybody else that did lighthearted um, or downplay. Like, yeah, I'm downplaying it. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. He was super concerned. Like, yeah, I know. It's very interesting. Yeah, um, but dude, the night that uh, the night that you got COVID or something, he had turned me on to the latest clip of F one where Roman Grosjean was in that crash where like he I was in it. the flaming car for like twenty eight seconds prior oh to coming out. Should have been dead. Like this, this was the most horrific thing I'd ever seen. Like they didn't even show it. I guess in real time. They like panned away because they thought it was a fatality type deal. Jeez. And he came out and was like pretty much totally like he had bandages on like his uh, appendages, like his digits and all mm-hmm. of that, but um, survived something that it did not look like he was going to. And yeah. um, it was like it was a tearjerker, man. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll definitely have to look that up. Uh, did you see that the Cowboys won a game? I did. <laughs> Insane. I was like, what happened to the other team? Did they get yeah. COVID? Or... <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I, yeah. Just go sports. <laughs> uh, the Be Dallas, an athlete. The NBA, like the Dallas Mavericks just played a game and won? What? Yeah. Are we, I was shocked. I, I gotta, was wondering when seasons come back. Like, it's back. Like 10 days before Christmas? I guess. It's okay. back. I got a, I got a notification from... Yahoo Sports. Bro, I have to walk into like an apartment building or, you know. Like a restaurant, a, something that's playing it. Something that is like, yeah, I have to walk by a restaurant that has a Christmas tree to remember that it's Christmas. Yeah. Like being an adult, especially in today's day and age, like, yeah, I don't you wish that you could. You remember when Christmas was like from Thanksgiving to New Year's? Yes. And it was like an entire season. Like there was something like tidings the air, and joy, dude. like the smells like. I don't know, man. I was in Plano the other day. There's this famous uh, 
subdivision called Deerfield that always has like a line out the butt to get in to try to see because they always have one house that like coordinates with the radio station and they mm-hmm. buy the frequency and it's timed with their $60,000 a month electrical yeah. bill lights that they've strung everywhere <laughs> and annoy the crap out of the neighbors. There's a line for miles on either side to get in. And um, it, I just wish I remember like you used to go on like a freaking hayride for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then the next week was like, well, now we're going to go caroling. And now yeah, we've got okay, don't get go, the wax. We're going to drive to all these hand. Uh, neighborhoods and check out the Christmas lights. Yeah, and... we're going to go light looking. We're going to mm-hmm. now it's hot cocoa time. And yeah. now it's time to make the gingerbread house. And I'm thinking like, yeah. oh, my goodness, like, like decorate, you know, getting the family together and decorating a tree. Yeah. Like yeah. now it's time for ornaments and you yeah. string the garland like. How dumb. <laughs> no, I'm <playing. laughs> no, I'm saying like I wish I could go back to that, but mm-hmm. to do that, you have to have children. Yeah. Like that's why people have children. I guess. So that they can enjoy the seasons again. Yeah. Like back to school day. Like it puts I can't wait to yell at a kid and like tell him to hold my <laughs> flashlight. Like hold steady. <laughs> Dad slipping on the ladder. It's icy up here. <laughs> Why'd we get these icicles, Junior? <laughs> He's like, I don't know, Daddy Brad. I have, <laughs> I have a sleep apnea. He's <laughs> like, you'll just take Zquil like the rest of us. <laughs> like, just put some fixed vapor up on your yeah. chest and hold that ladder, boy. <laughs> Yo, uh, I can't wait to see you slipping off a ladder. <laughs> oh my goodness, you know it's gonna happen. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just wish that I could go back to time being slow like that, mm-hmm. and where you you took moments. Even school was all oriented around Christmas yeah. for the month. Like, you know, like you're doing countdowns and there's like seven just, days and five rings or 12 days like, or something. These memories feel like different eras of our life, like whole entire moments. And now it, like you can't even point to them. anymore. like yeah. the same experiences in the same locations don't exist. Mm-hmm. They were the last year to do that. Yeah. Like some of the Santas that we went and saw at certain like malls, malls, like galleria or north park or wherever like they're not going to do some of that stuff yeah. like i mean this is what seriously this is what brock is talking about you know like do you remember when they used to have the penguins at north park yeah yeah i don't even know if they do that anymore i don't do you remember that thing they're that, not this year you remember that big potted plant that's like elevated at north park that we'd always run up and mm-hmm. slide down yep you got that you have the huge christmas tree at the park small now i walk um, past it and i'm like two feet taller than it and i'm like how <laughs> It's a vivid memory, a joyful memory, because yeah. North Park and Galleria, you know, if you're suburban, you always go there yeah. <laughs> around Christmas. And I'm driving up through Addison and past the Galleria and seeing all those red trees and it's mm-hmm. so beautifully lit. And then I look at these big box stores like Container Store and Bed Bath and & Beyond and I'm like, what are these people up to? Like, yeah. that used to be Amazon. Like, all the clicks that are happening right now – it used to be in there mm-hmm. and it was, it was interpersonal. Like you had to get up in people's space and there was black Friday and like people, yeah, ripping man, packages. people rushing and now we're uh, so sterile like and just event. one click. Yeah. It's, it's made our lives easier. Has it made it better? You don't have to stagger planning anymore. You don't have to go to this store and that store because well, I got to go to Academy because Junior wants a football and I got to go to the mall because the girl wants an American Girl doll. And then I got to go over to Blockbuster to rent. I, a DVD. I think sometimes there's excitement in, in the rush and the, you know, it's like, oh, I had I got this last minute. And um, but it reduces the season from Thanksgiving to New Year's like it used to be as kids to 
it's going to be a day. Yeah. That's the most disappointing part about adulthood is that the holidays are that day. day. And that's yeah. it. Yep. It's like, here's all your gift cards uh, to Target, and thank you for mine to Best Buy, and um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, like, let's just exchange $50. <laughs> yeah. I've literally made that comment. Like, I've, I'm so bad at buying gifts and giving gifts, and I've really – I tried to work on that over the last couple of years. Like, last year I did some pretty good cards, you know, end-of-year cards, mm-hmm. and – um some what I was hoping would be more thoughtful, tangible gifts rather than just, yeah, hey, I got you a gas card or mm-hmm. whatever. And I, I do make that joke. Uh, but to be honest, a lot of times I do appreciate the gift card because some people don't know me well enough to like get me clothes that I would actually wear or something that I would actually use. So, I mean, there is something to be like, sometimes I, I would prefer the gift card. So despite the joke, you know, sometimes that is appreciated. Well, and people that know me should know that my gift card should be to Starbucks. Yeah. And if it's anything else. Yeah. If, if you're not giving me an REI gift card. Boy. Do you even know me? You and REI, buddy. I know. All right. Um, well, thanks for coming over. Twice as nice. Appreciate yes. all the dedication to making episode 60 happen. Yeah. Shout out to the listeners, even the American ones. Um, it's much appreciated. We'll get you back, Malaysia. Yeah. We're coming for you. Yeah. We're going to tailor some content um, and we're going to do some pre-roll in uh in malaysia specifically because i will not give up on that audience no absolutely not it's my goal to be number one there brad there are ticket out <laughs> we could go there <laughs> koala Lumpur. oh yeah i know gorgeous i've seen the pictures all right okay uh i'll see you next weekend yeah we'll figure Maybe. it out i'm gonna see you soon Brock, thank you for your contribution, sir. Uh, Tots, thanks for listening. We love all y'all. Love and you we guys. will catch you up next time. Later.